It's gonna be a good day What would Cherrick do? It's a Choose Your Own Adventure podcast. I'm Chad. And I'm Eric. And we're here for another kick butt adventure. Oh, yeah. We're going to kick some sincere butt today. I think so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really into this. Like, at first, the title of the book was kind of like, I don't know if this is going to be good or not. But yep. then I made Eric read the back of the book, and now I'm like, yes. By the way, when Chad said the back of the book, he means I read him like 11 of them. Yeah, well. We had to choose. <laughs> I mean, I was happy to do it. Uh, some of them were actually really funny. They made me laugh. I'm like, I and, need to uh, eat some chicken, and you need to tell me what these books are about. Yeah, I was like <laughs> watching television, except it was Eric reading the back of these books. Uh, and uh, yeah, this one actually sounds like a lot of fun. I thought it was interesting when I found it. And uh, actually, like the front cover looks pretty dope. We are a young boy wearing jeans, mind you, jeans, and I think some some Nike sneakers. And we're already kicking butt. We're, we've just karate kicked this uh, ninja in the face. So that's dope. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're reading the Master of Taekwondo. It is Choose Your Own Adventure number 102. Uh, and it is written by Richard Brightfield. And I don't think we've read anything by Richard Brightfield. It, like, there, he's not ringing like a, a bell. He kind of rings a very small bell in the back of my belfry. Uh-huh. Like, it's just kind of back there a little bit, dangling in. Because it kind of seems like maybe we read at least one book by a Richard okay, Brightfield. Okay, we'll have to check the archives. But, yeah, I'm not really sure about that. Maybe it's just like a false tingle. It's one of those false tingles of the, of the bells. Mm-hmm. Everybody says that bells tingle, right? That's a thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Tingle and jingle and ring-a-ding-a-dingle. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, uh, do you want to kick this story and book in the face and uh, move on into this uh, adventure? I think that we should. Uh, but first, I think we have one very important thing that we need to do. What? what? I what feel like thing? you and I yep. need to come together. Mm, what do you mean? Uh, and embody, you know, the persona oh! we take on when we uh, read these adventures. Right, so the secret handshake. I'm ready. Secret handshake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just uh, I'm messing with Chad over here. Sorry, guys. Uh, let's get on this adventure here as Cherrick. Well, well, well. We have an intriguing adventure on our hands, folks. Let me tell you about it. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> okay, like, so like... What else, what else are we going to do? Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, Chad, sometimes we babble on incoherently for minutes on end talking yeah. about strange topics. True. You feeling a tangent now, or can I get back no, to the people? Ta- let's tangent later. <laughs> hey, so uh, we are a... Kid, surprise. We get off of a school bus at the beginning of this story and run up to our house. And outside the front door is an official-looking car and two agents, or what we assume are agents, two men in black suits and ties and sunglasses, you know, the classic Stereo, the classic Like look. stereotypical. Yeah. yeah. Like, could you just please agents. wear something more obvious? Please? Please. Yeah. 
Uh, and we're like, ooh, this doesn't look great. And her mom runs out, and she's like, they want to talk to you, but get in here first. And so we go inside, and the agents do too, and they're, you know, we're all in the living room, and they start talking. And uh, they introduce themselves. Their names are Jake McKenna and Arnold Borkin, and they are from the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency. Perhaps you've heard of us. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard of our organization. Yeah, we have. Please move on. You... So uh, they know all about us and how we took a trip to China last year, and we are very interested in the martial arts. Uh, and they have been looking for someone to go to Korea and act as an undercover agent. And they're looking for somebody who won't arouse suspicion. So naturally, a 13-year-old boy who's practicing Taekwondo is the perfect candidate. And so we're like, what am I supposed to do? And they say, well, for one thing, you'll be studying Taekwondo. It's a Korean form of martial arts, just in case you didn't know. And it's partly as a cover. And while we're there training in the, in the Taekwondo, uh, we are also supposed to be looking for a woman. And one of them takes out a small photograph, and we know who it is. Her name is Ling, and she was the girl who taught us Kung Fu when we were in China last year. And, of course, these agents aren't surprised at all. They're like, yeah, we know you know her. That's why we picked you. Durr. Uh, we also don't know if she's still alive. And then our mom's like, if people are being killed, I don't know if you should be going on this mission. And then the CIA agents take a moment and really console her and tell her it's not that dangerous. It's just a little dangerous. So it's fine. Send your kid on this adventure. It's great. Send your 14-year-old kid yeah, by himself to Korea. It's of supreme importance and national security. How can you refuse an auspicious offer such as this? And so then we're like, well, what do I do if we find Ling? Or if I find Ling? And so Borkin hands us a set of instructions. And they're very laid out. They're, they're laid out very, very clearly for us. Uh, number one, when we reach Seoul, enroll in a Taekwondo school of our choice. Two, keep a lookout for any information concerning the whereabouts of Ling. Three, if Ling is located, immediately activate the miniature transmitter hidden in our wristwatch by pulling the time-setting knob free from the watch. And that will send the proper signal. And four, do not use the transmitter for any other purpose. And yes, I read all of those from the text. So, like, those are the legit instructions that we are supposed to swallow after we memorize them. And then we immediately pull the transmitter yeah, from the like, wristwatch. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like this? Uh, no, we didn't do that. Because we're a professional, Chad. So, uh, so he gives us these instructions. He's like, you look, eat these as soon as you got it memorized. And... <laughs> He's like, so do you want to go to Korea right now, uh, or do you want to go in two weeks when special training uh, is like, okay, let me re let, 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 let me let me just to back up here. We gotta go. <laughs> or do we want to get in two weeks of special training at the CIA camp in Maryland? Um, and then we're like, dude, we didn't even tell you if we were gonna go yet or not. But deep down inside, like, yeah, we, we knew, knew we, we were knew going. We were go. So, like, even in my Chad head, I'm like, no, we're if the choice is <laughs> yeah. like, go to Korea or don't go to Korea, I'm like, I'm definitely going to Korea. Yeah, yeah, it's our it's our duty. So, if we decide to go directly to Korea, turn to page fifty-seven, or if we decide to go to the training camp first, turn to page one hundred and three. 
how prepared do you feel like we are for this adventure? I, I mean, in all honesty, I feel like we're probably fairly prepared. Except for the whole, like, undercover agent portion. And do we know Korean? <laughs> probably not. Uh, no, I don't know if we're that prepared at all. I think that we're prepared for some aspects of it, but I think that um, training could potentially be very useful. Well, I was thinking, like, we're probably, we can enroll in a martial arts school, like, got the wristwatch down pat. Right. But the whole, like, keep an eye out for evidence bit, like, maybe we could use a little help with. But then it gets back to, like, the age-old, you know, if we wait two weeks to go over there to start looking for her. Oh, right. That's two weeks that... She is She's still missing, still... presumed dead. So, like, there's definitely a ticking clock aspect of this, which they yeah. didn't really bring up. So, like, it's cool of them, I guess, to be like, look, if you need some training, like, we will put in the time and effort to do this for you. So they seem like they're pretty legit operatives as far as the CIA goes. But at the same time, like, it seems sort of ridiculous to give us two weeks to kind of get prepared for something that could potentially, at the end of the two weeks, be pointless. You know, I see your point. I think I think we should just go. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's, it's the smartest I, I, thing to I, do. I, I, it doesn't. But also, like, if she's our friend and right. she's been taken hostage, right. like, I don't feel like we would sit around. No. Well, like, and if like, there wasn't that aspect, if it was just some random agent, I guess, right? right? It like, might be maybe different. I would train, right. but since we know her, it's well, it's personal, yeah. It's a little hits home. And since we were in China in last year, I'm not saying that we know Korean, but we at least know how to operate in like a foreign country, and you know, yeah. we we have some wits and wary about us to be able to get through any sort of um, it's not uncomfortable our first time situation. In the Orient. Exactly. Excuse me. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we're not super duper prepared, but Is that I think. Is word people still use? The Orient? Is I being like very. I mean, I. Not politically correct? I, I mean, I, I'm probably not the one to ask about this, but I think the Orient sounds very like mystical and magical and cool. So if it is not politically correct anymore, that's a that's a damn shame. Yeah, okay. That's my opinion, man. Well, I, I like it. I, I do too. Feel free to say it anytime you're around me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad that we figured that out, and I'm glad and that since we're you're the uh, only one here. Yeah. 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 It's say fine. it. Yeah, it's good. Nobody else is listening to us. Probably not. Not anymore. <laughs> not after all these racial slurs. Yep. No. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we said it to ourselves. All right. So uh, we're gonna go to, to North Korea. It's just it's just Korea. Just Korea. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't specify. Wait. Is Seoul in No, South? it's in it's South, South Korea. That's what I thought. I was like, I'm pretty sure Seoul is in South Korea. So, to South Korea we go. Hey. <laughs> well, this is like, I don't know. One of the most realistic decisions. Uh, you know what? Just really quick here before Chad catches y'all up. I just love that after all that he read, like, this is where we got to. Like, I seriously read so many pages. <laughs> there, there were a lot of words. It was very vividly uh, detailed. Oh. 
And it quite, painted a you know, great word yeah, picture. Yeah, it was wonderful, but it was a lot. I, I can really boil this down for you. Yeah, it, it's very, it's like, yeah, just go. Boil down what happened. Okay, first off, the very next day after accepting the offer from the CIA, we go to school and tell our friend Billy Baxter about it. Yeah, he's our best friend. Best friend. Billy Baxter. And apparently also was in China with us. Right. And um, he's like, yeah, they came to my house too, but I turned him down. He's like, I don't do martial arts anymore. I still have nightmares about our time in China. And, I'm, and Eric and I yeah, were like, like nightmares? Huh? And, Backstory? Uh, and, um, and, then, and, you're, and then they're like, well, they've got Ling. We would have never made it out of China without Ling. And he's like, that's a very good point. So, you know, we decide to go. Whatever. Yeah, big history there, yeah. Yeah. And it may, maybe it'll circle back. Probably not. But a uh, week goes by. We get the package in the mail. It has plane tickets. It has the watch. It has money. Like a book of Korean expressions for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we hang on to that. And then as soon as school is out for the summer, school's out for Um, We hop on a bus, head to the airport, and hop a flight to Seoul. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the plane go round and round until you get to the sky. Um, So then we meet on the plane... A lovely Korean girl named Joan. She's sitting next to us on the plane, and she leans over to, like, we look out the window, and, and and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I hope it didn't disturb you. Like, no, 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 my name's Cherik. And she's like, oh, hi, I'm Joan. Um, she's like, my father sent me to the United States to study English uh, for a year because he's, like, has a big electronics company in Korea. And anyway, and we, we chit-chat. It's great chit chat too. Um, the whole flight to uh, Seoul, and so we get there, and I mean, like we find out, like Joan's dad, he runs like a very, very big like corporation, conglomerate, one might say. One might say, and uh, and so she's kind of a big deal, and she's like, I can. She's like, Do you have anywhere to stay? And we're like, No. Can you recommend like a you know not very expensive hotel? And Wait, she's it, like, Is is Joan a minor big deal too? No, she's a major big deal. Oh, okay. We're just, we're the we're minor, the minor big, big deal. Okay. Um, and uh, she's like, yeah, I think, you know, we have some connections. Like, I'll hook you up at the Hilton, and uh, and you'll you'll be fine. And, like, we can give you a ride there, too. Dope. We're like, nice. And so uh, we get off the plane, and we're leaving the airport. And, uh, well, we walk outside, and there's, like, a chauffeured limo out yep, there yep, yep, yep. and Joan talks to the limo driver and uh, she's kind of pissed you, we can tell like we can't understand what she's saying but we can see that she's angry and then she tells us that like her dad had to go away on business and mm-hmm. so he's not here to pick her up mm-hmm. and she's a little upset but she says come on and you know they put her stuff in the bags and they take us to the Hilton in Seoul South Korea and and we are kind of taking in the sights, you know, just kind of amazed by the modernity. Is that a word? Modernity. The, the, the modernity. The, the, it's definitely not that. 
you know, just yeah. like like how modern this city is compared, and then clashed with like very like historic traditional elements. Mm -hmm. You know, like the gate of the wall that used to surround the city in the midst of these tall glass skyscrapers. Yes, yes, yes. Modernity. Modernity. I like it. It sounds like a good word. Should be a word. Anyway. Modernity, it should be a good word. Uh, so they take us to the Hilton, and she's like, the driver will take you inside. Uh, he'll speak to the desk clerk, like, You'll get, you know, your room, whatever. You'll be all set. She's like, here is my dad's business card. If you ever need anything, you can contact me through my dad's office. And we're like, sweet. And the bus driver, the limo driver takes us inside and hands the clerk a small envelope. And the bellboy grabs our bags and we follow him to the elevator up to one of the very top floors mm -hmm. into a... Very, very luxurious suite. Oh, it's beautiful. And we can see the whole city, and there's rooms and, like, tufted leather sofas and a giant king bed. Oh, yes. And and we kind of think to ourselves, and here's the choice. Um, you know, we're, we're looking at the bed, and we're like, man, I am... Beat it looks so comfy from this flight, and that bed looks so comfy. Like maybe I should take like a just a short nap, but then again, I'm also in like the city that I've never been in, and you know I gotta go enroll in a school and all these other things. You know maybe I should just hop out and try to do some of that first. So our choice is <laughs> is if we decide to take a nap, turn to page forty two. If we decide to go out and explore the city, turn to page 53. <laughs> so, yeah, our choice is to take a nap or not take a nap, which I love. Um, Chad, I have a couple thoughts over here. Okay. Number one being, this this Joan chick seems a little convenient. Number Like, rule number one, when you become a master spy, is don't trust anyone. And I feel like she really came through on so many levels. So, like, now we're steeped in gratitude to her and her dad, who we've never even met. But I'm thinking there might be a little more going on here than meets the, uh, the eye. Or both of the eyes. So, yeah, I just want to let you know that I'm a little suspicious. That's that. Deal. Okay, noted. Um... On the other hand, I think it would be wise of us to rest before we go anywhere. I think that I would feel much better after taking a nap um, rather than just like setting straight out after just getting to this hotel and um, barely enjoying this sweet, sweet. I'm just trying to think about like when I do travel, like what I would normally do. Mm -hmm. And even though there's a lot of stuff to do, I would probably, yeah, like, take some time to kind of, like, get settled, yep. like, yeah. rest a little bit before I just, like, hit it. Especially if we want to be on our A game, like, eyes open for Ling, trying to get acclimated to a new city, and enrolled in a class, like... I feel like we want to be sharper than we are right now. And After now, like, just getting off of this yeah. flight and being all jet-lagged. Yeah, that's a long flight, man. And uh, we got a big king-sized bed awaiting us. And, um, <sighs> okay. 
Okay. All I'm saying is, yeah, is uh, <laughs> if we wake up getting gagged and tied and taken somewhere. Uh, Joan's on the top of our list. Joan is yeah. on the top of our list. Yeah. She's like, here's this great Or maybe they seat. got to the limo driver. Oh, maybe what was Joan with is, that envelope? Maybe it's her dad, and she doesn't know that he's a really bad guy. Ooh. Like what was dad. with that envelope? That's a good question. See? Suspicion. Yeah, why didn't he just say, like, get this kid a room with so-and-so? Very suspicious. All right, that's, so that's we're going to take a nap, though. Yeah, let's take a nap. I think I know what song you were trying to <laughs> Yeah, it was a bad attempt, but it was there. Yeah, yeah, I, I had it. <laughs> All right, so we'll catch y'all in an hour. Oh, baby. Oh, um, y'all know that Chad usually calls these things and that he's really I do. good at I'm like, really good at looking it. ahead and Very good figuring out it. these books. Well, today is my day, you guys. He because totally called guess it. Guess what? We take a nap, we wake up. We see the bathroom door open and the light is on and we get up to go investigate and a bag goes over our head and people tie our hands and legs and they put us in a basket and they roll us down the hallway to the service elevator. And we're like suffocating in this thing. Yeah, we totally pass stupid. out. Yeah, we totally pass out. So like, yeah, we just got kidnapped. Uh, How did they know to kidnap us? That's a great question. Which I don't know like, the answer to. Like, what about to. us screams, I'm on a secret CIA mission? Well, you know, obviously my first instinct was uh, Joan. But that doesn't seem to be the case. No. So we wake up in, like, this dark basement. And there's this one guy who's who isn't uh, Asian or Oriental at all. And he's interrogating us. And he has his yeah, two, like... Yeah, the book keeps using the word oriental. Yeah, the book keeps referring like to them as, like, you can call oriental it girl. Orient not oriental. geographical area, right. but calling someone an oriental is not nice. Yeah, maybe that's a little bit too far. That's one He's step Korean. too far. It's fine. Yeah, no, well, they're Japanese. They're Japanese. So, Mata and Matsuki... No. The bad guys are Japanese? Yeah, that's what it said. Oh, okay. Remember, because they were speaking yeah, Japanese, and then right. we were confused because they were speaking Japanese? It was the book was like, and they speak in something like Japanese, and then it goes, Japanese? Strange. Very strange. So their names are Moto and Matsuki, and they are the henchmen of this man that we're speaking to. And he's like, we know that you're in with the CIA, and blah de blah blah and what are you doing here in Korea, and tell me everything, or I'll rip your guts out you're through like, your mouth. You're like, if you weren't with the CIA, why would you, why would you be staying in the nicest hotel yeah, in exactly. Korea? Yeah, exactly. We're like, this is we're suspicious. Like, we're like, have oh, a good explanation I have a, for that. There's a perfectly logical explanation for this, but you won't believe me is the problem. So, like, the CIA dudes didn't really tell us not to talk about Ling. So we decide that honesty is the best policy, as always. As always. And we tell them that we're here in Korea looking for a girl named Ling. She's a good friend of ours. We were with her in China, etc., etc. And this dude's like, yeah, we know about this woman named Ling. Uh, and then it doesn't, like, it doesn't really matter. Because then he unties us, and we stand up, and he's like, now we're going to freaking kill you, or something like that. Yeah, but no, we get some info out of him. Oh. Right, like I, a little I, bit. I, I missed something? Well, it was just kind of like, they're like, we we say something about Ling, and they're like, they're like, yeah, we know about Ling, and they're like, oh, yeah, you do? Where is she? And they're like, oh, I got, oh. Oh, that's right. They're about, like, about to say something, and he's like, I'm the one asking the questions here. Yeah. That's right. That, that was a good beat that I forgot. Yeah. 
but yeah, we didn't really get anything out of them. No. Just like almost something. We almost got a bullet to the head. That's so true. Tell them what's coming. Well, up I was next. about to if you hadn't sent me backwards Sorry. first. <laughs> I just thought it was really clever. It was. Of us. It was. It was a good. It, that was a good moment. Uh, but yeah, so like they pull a revolver on us and they walk us up these steps outside to an embankment by a river, and so like Mata is about to shoot us with his revolver, but suddenly a black-clad figure, fig, figure, figure leaps down from above and kicks Mata in the face and there's an epic struggle inside of the embankment and we karate chop one of the I think we karate chop Mata and his mm -hmm. and the gun flies out of his hands and falls into the river and with a sploosh and uh, us and the ninjas kind of fight off Mata and Matsuki and yeah, uh, yeah they run away we kill him pre no we didn't kill him we, did, we didn't like, kill him but like we crushed him we in combat we crushed him yeah and, uh, like, they were so impressed that w one of the ninjas is like, you are very good. And then he runs away. And we're like, wait, what about Ling? And after a few seconds, he comes back and he's like, who are you? And how do you know about this Ling person? And we're like, we're her friend. We've come to look for her. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we trained with her in China. And, yeah. they're, she's, and they're like, oh, you're the American that she's always talking about. Yeah. So he's like, come with us. And so we do. And, um... So, yeah, we go with them, and, yeah, it's like, you're the American, we're like, where is she? And then he says that she's up in the Sorak Mountains, and that there are bad men there who live in a fake monastery, and they have evil plans, and she's there to defeat them. And we're like, well, can we see her? And he's like, well, she's not coming back here, and she's going to Macau after she accomplishes that mission, but we'll help you here as much as we can. And we remember what the CIA agents told us. They were like, once we've located her, activate the transmitter. And while Do now... Do not activate the transmitter for any other circumstance, it said, number four. That's true. But we know now, generally, where she is and that she's alive. So we think maybe we should activate the transmitter because that's enough information. But we're kind of feeling conflicted about it and almost feel like we should wait because we would like to know more about what all this is about. So if we activate our watch signal, turn to page 92, or if we decide to wait, turn to page 52. I think we should wait. I knew that you were on that page and that I'm on that page, so we should go to page 52. Okay. <laughs> that was a That's great... A, that was a quick that was, one. Yeah, that was a really great back and forth there. That was good. We really debated the shit out of that choice. Well, I mean... There's nothing to, to debate. There's nothing to, yeah, de no. of course. There is more. Wait. Yeah, there's more to discover and more to uncover. And even if, like, in the text it says, like, something tells us to wait, then we should wait. Yeah. Like, that's just like, duh. Dare. Okay, so we're going to go to 52. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's finally going somewhere, but I tell you that Richard Brightfield is quite wordy. He paints a wonderful picture, you know? Yeah, but it was somewhat uh, superlative? Superfluous. Superfluous yeah. details. Well, you know, if you ever wanted to know what South Korea looked like, he really gives you a wonderful picture, mind picture. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, here's what happens. Um, we decide to not pull the pin in our wristwatch, and thank the good Lord that we decided to wait. Because let that. me tell you why. So, uh, the radio operator uh, gets a coded message, and he comes down and tells Wu Bai, who is the main head honcho that we've been talking to, 
um, he tells Wu Bai that it was Ling. And that they told Ling that we were here, and we're like, when can I see her? And they're like, we're working on it. And so we, they fire up the boat, and they take us up river to a small Korean farming village, which is, like, very different from where we came from in Seoul. Yes, yes, quite quaint. Quite quaint, quite remote. And, and they usher us into a hut, and we bite instructs us to take off our shoes before entering the house. And we go in, and immediately we see Ling. We're like, oh my gosh, Ling, it's so great. We finally found you. Uh, we were sent we were sent here by McKenna and Borkin and the CIA, we tell her this, to, to find you. And she's like, of course those two would want to find me. They want to kill me. And we're like, what? what? Twist? <laughs> and, uh, and apparently Borkin and McKenna are moles inside of the CIA who are really working for this South Korean dictator named Kong Yi who wants to take over South Korea and then invade North Korea. What a dick. And Ling's like, everybody wants a unified Korea. That's something that we want more than anything else. But it's not right for, you know, the way he wants to do it isn't right. To right. become like, a ruler yeah, and a dictator. They don't want a dictator. Yeah, yeah. they want a peaceful And we're like, well, what should I do? You know, we're like, well, Ling, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to signal these guys as soon as I find you. Right. If I don't signal them, like, they're going to come looking for me, at least, you know? Right. And before we have a chance to hash out a plan, Wu Bai comes storming in the room, and he says, Kong Yi's men are here! We're under attack! They're, they're under attack! And Ling's like, I have to, we have to, you know, I have to flee deeper into the mountains. Not even the best of martial arts can fight off bullets. Right. And she's like, if you want to, you can stay here. Like, the villagers here will hide you. You'll be safe. Um, or you can come with me. And so that's our choice. If we go with Ling, turn to page five. If we hide in the village, turn to page 50. Yeah, she said, like, she couldn't promise safety for either of those options necessarily. But, like, either way, they will, you know, try their best to protect us and whatnot. So, I mean, I would much rather stay with Ling, if, if I'm being honest here. Um we just found her, and now she's in danger. I feel like maybe we could help her out in some uh, sense of the word. Oh, I agree. I I wanted to stay with Ling as well. Okay. Like, I don't want to hide in the village. Right, yeah, it like, we just like... met you, and are now we're just going like, to, like, stay behind. We don't know anybody or anything. Or... Yeah, well, and then, like, what do we do? Do we just, like, call the people, and they're like, Ling's dead, we can't find her, her we found her or toe. Or, like, we found her, but then there was an attack, and now she ran right. away. Yeah, and she's toast. Like, they literally made toast out of her. It was gross. That would be horrific. Exactly. So, we're going to go with Ling, though. I would, yes. Let's just, let's, let's agree on that. All right, yeah. Let's go with Ling, and let's hope that the story, as well as the uh, writing, picks up a bit. Oh, here's hoping. No, I... Mm. Uh, screw you, Richard Brightfield. Yeah, that's a that's per fairly appropriate. Dick is real dick metal. Yeah, it was a okay. Well, like it was super exciting, y'all. Uh, we I'm really pissed off. Yeah, Chad, you be grumpy over there, and I'll get through this, and then you can just roar all about it afterwards. Okay. Uh, right. So someone runs in with our shoes, and we slip them on, and we're like, Ling, 
let's go. So we run through the town, right? And we can hear shots behind us, and we run through this little this little path through these um, swampy ri rice paddies, and we slip in a couple times, and we sink in up to our knees, and then we climb out again, and we continue on the path, and we're running, and Ling's like, we just have to get to these trees, and up ahead is a big forest, and, a, and, a, and, a, and like a gigantic mountain hill, a mountainy hill, it's a hill and it's, and it's a mountain, it's both of these things, and it's got lots of trees in there, it's like a forest on a hill and a mountain, and we're running towards it, and there's shots was behind the us. On? It's on a hill, but that's kind of a mountain. It's a, it's like a really big hill that's like a mountain, but it's a hill. Got with, it. With a bunch of trees. So, we're running through the rice paddy, and we hear more shots firing behind us. And we're like, Ling, they're shooting at us. And she's like, just don't think about it. Yeah, nice. Um, so, we don't think about it. We think about happy things like unicorns and rainbows and Skittles and uh, Dove chocolates. And we're running, and we get into the woods, right? And so we're like running up, we're running up this mountainy hill that's more than a hill than a mountain. And uh, we're like already out of breath, and we're grasping for these tree branches as we're like climbing and trying to keep up with Ling. And finally, she stops, and she like hunks behind, hunkers down behind a tree, and she's like, "Okay, we'll rest for a really quick moment." And we're like, "Oh my god, thank you so much! I'm about to die." Um, You're doing such a great job. Hey, thanks, bro. And uh, then, so she's like, look, uh, we don't have much time. We've got to get over this hill if we're going to be safe. Because, like, uh, Chung Yung's headquarters is super close by, and he's got lots of men on the ground, but we're really screwed if, if, if like, air support comes in. And we're like, air, air support? support? Uh, she's like, yeah, he's got, a air, uh, he's got, like, a landing strip pretty close by, too. It's his main and headquarters. His, like, own private <clears throat> like, Yeah, he's got, like, his own private air force. Yeah, he's got, he's got his whole army here. And, uh, I mean, sure enough... Out of the corner of our eye and through the trees up in the sky, we see these three, like, saucer-looking alien spaceships. Yeah, who built them, Eric? Well, let me tell you, uh, it, his name is Chong Kyu Pyun. He's the director of the Pyun Corporation. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. And um, he has apparently designed these new helicopters uh, that have infrared scanners. And we're like, they're helicopters? They look like alien freaking spaceships. She's like, yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? Eric, we're like, yeah, bro. earlier in this book when we met somebody else whose last name was Pyung? Uh, you know what? I didn't make that connection because I didn't read that portion. But it was P-Y-U-N. See? See? As in Joan Pyun, I our have, friend. From I have the been train? right all along, my friend. I was right from the get go. You can once you're a spy, you can trust no one. And if somebody becomes your it friend on a flight limo over, driver who it, tipped him off for I don't know. sure. I bet she was totally in. Well, on I don't it. think Joan was in. I don't on know. It. You, you, you can't. You cannot know. trust anyone. She didn't. She you was cannot. In you cannot trust. Yeah. Well. She's a cute daughter of the big dude, but she she knows what's up. She's. She's like a little no, agent. I think we should call her. Hopefully that's the choice. Right. Well, we're getting to that. So, uh, so these crazy fancy helicopters are, like, coming down on us, and they're going to, like, destroy us. And uh, sure enough, there's, like, a big explosion behind us, and we're like, whoa! And then Ling at the last moment is like, quick, down in here! And so we dive into a hole in the ground, and uh, we're, like, resting on a bed of pine needles, and there's, like, just enough light outside to see, um, I'm sorry, there's just enough light that there's, like, there's this tunnel leading through and there's an, a, another side, right? So, like, far away we see this light at the end of the tunnel. And, um, not Ling, like light at the end of the tunnel. Like, not like death, actual but, like, like the, the physical tunnel with the actual sunlight at the end of it. 
reminiscent of if you were dying, but we're not dying. We're very much alive in this hill that's a mountain, which is more of a hill than a mountain inside of it in a tunnel. Right. With two sides. With, with two openings. Got it. That light gets Very in. clear. Yes. Great word picture. So, <laughs> Ling, Ling is like, well, this must have been built during the war between the North and South, and blah, 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 blah. blah, blah 36 blah, years, blah. it looks pretty good. And there's an explosion outside, but we, like, barely feel it, and it's farther away than the last one. And she's like, see, they've already lost us. Now let me ask you this really intense question. Are you ready to stop Kong Yi and defend Korea from all of fronts of his awful terror? And we're, we're like, like, whoa, dude. That's so hardcore. Like, we just became a spy for the CIA, but they weren't really the CIA. And now, like, we're embroiled into this espionage plot. And, like, what are we supposed to do? Overthrow the Korean government? OMG! We're not sure what to think anymore. And uh, while we wait a while for the coast to be clear from these radically new designed helicopters that look like alien spaceships, and then we follow Ling out of the tunnel into the darkness of the night, and that is the end of the story. So dumb. So just... I don't get to choose... When things like, got good. ...to, like, go and help overthrow this, like, warlord, or to, like figure out if Joan was really behind all of this the whole time or if it was just her dad or she even knew or we didn't even leverage that contact you know what I mean and we like didn't even put that together like in the book like Eric and I put it together because we like read the words but like the author didn't put it you know what I mean I'm just like really frustrated with the abruptness of this ending and I really hate the endings that are like it's not really an ending but I'm just not going to tell you the rest of the story right yeah like this story continues but we're just going to be done with it for now it's very open ended and and unfair it's completely unfair Richard I hate it Richard like we didn't even necessarily decide if you were going to join Ling in her conquest of taking over Chun Yun we don't even know she decided or if she won or she's dead or right. we're dead or what happened after we stepped out of the tunnel that has light on both sides unless you know it's dark in which case it was when we left it so there wasn't any light at all right but like yeah that's pretty lame did pretty we go lame. over the hill that was also a mountain but was more of a hill than it was a mountain no we went through it we went through the mountain oh, through that was the more mountain. of a hill yeah got it yeah to the other side the other side of the mountain got it where freedom awaits us potentially Potentially. Or certain death. Certain death is a possibility, but we won't know because that was the end. So, uh... So, I just hate those endings. Yeah, that was pretty... I hate it. Now, like, especially after reading, like, three long pages of text, like, getting somewhere to then, like, have that ending is extra frustrating. And then, like, super tease us with, like, all these connections in the right, story. Right, and, like... right, Yep. Pretty lame. Pretty lame. But, uh, from here we must go somewhere. I had a Dove chocolate earlier. Shocker. Do you feel like it was insightful at all? Uh, No, just applicable to this. I'd like to read it. Everyone has a happy ending. If you're not happy, it's not the end. Oh, that is... That's like a mic drop, Dove, right there. Damn. Right? That's... I mean, that's very appropriate. So, I mean, clearly we have to go back. Uh, we have to. Why don't you think about it for a minute? Okay, let, let me see these options over yeah. here. Yeah, let me, let me pass I you need the visual chart. Yeah, okay. There's not many great ones. So, um, I just wanted to thank you all for listening uh, so much. I think this is like our 42nd episode, which is It bananas. is. It's number 42. Um, and when are we? Oh, yeah. So, I also wanted to tell you, 
not-so-shameless plug. Uh, if you are in the Kansas City area, we are going to be doing our next installment of What Would Cherrick Do Live at yeah. Pond and Pint, uh, Kansas City's premier board game cafe and pub. So we will be there on August 31st, I think starting sometime around 7 o'clock. Um, if you haven't been there or didn't make it to the last one, you should definitely um, try to attend. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we're joining them for their uh, monthly Harry Potter house night where uh, folks do different things to earn house points in one of the houses at the end of the night is crowned the champion and their banner flies above the bar for the rest of the month. I think last month the winner was Slytherin. Two points for Gryffindor! Right. Uh, but we, Eric and I, have written a custom penned by Cherrick Sandman Choose Your Own Adventure uh, story, which yep. uh, is loosely based in the uh, Harry Potter universe created by the great J.K. Rowling. Exactly. So, J.K., just be ready for an amazing pitch that we have for you. Oh, it's going to be great. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys want to come and check it out, uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. We're pretty excited about the story. Uh, you can play some games, have some drinks. It's going to be super fun. But uh, if you're listening to this podcast after August 31st, uh, 2018, I'm sorry, you've missed it. You're too late. Yeah, but stay tuned because I think we're going to do these things about like every other month or so. So uh, we'll probably have another one before the end of the year. You heard it, folks. Right um, here, right now. So I'm not going to, I didn't really get their permission or anything, but we know these guys. So I'm just going to tell you like for reals, like legit. This podcast is brought to you by Pond and Pine because we love those dudes. That's true. And they hook us up, and I want to hook them up. So. Right. They scratch Go our check back, them out. Even if we theirs. are not there, you should still go there and check it out. It's so much fun. I was actually there for a trivia night last Thursday, and it was super fun. A lot of good people, big crowd, a lot of drinks, a lot of fun trivia. I knew some, uh, <clears throat> some of the answers. Yes, that's right. Uh -huh. I am semi-intelligent. Nice. On random Was there any information. questions about muffin loaves? No. Did you tell everybody at your table about how you learned that a muffin loaf was a real thing? No. Believe it or not, that actually hasn't been like the, the most revolutionary thing to happen in my life. So it's also still kind of up for debate. <laughs> However, uh, uh, proof inducing. If you uh, haven't, like, go check out was... our Twitter or our Facebook because I totally made Eric a muffin loaf, it was which we talked about ad nauseum during delicious. the Cave of it Time. It was so good. Uh, so I made him a muffin loaf, and I made him eat it. It was delicious. Blueberry I'm, muffin I'm loaf. A, I'm a believer. So, Eric, you've had a chance to review the choices. Oh, and if you haven't, check out our new website, cherrypodcast.com. Our friends at Mirror Shift are really hooking us up, and it's amazing, and I love it, and it has links to all the everything. So, so you can listen to everything all the time from one location. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can just listen to the podcast there, or there's links to Facebook, Twitter, like, Instagram. No, we listen don't have to it when Spotify. you exercise. Listen to it when you swim. Listen to it when you sleep. Listen to it when you eat. Listen to you, well, you get well, the picture. You get the picture. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. Listen to us, or else. So, that Chad, a little ominous. Uh, <laughs> Did you decide a choice that here's, you might like to go back to? Because I really like felt like there, there was only one. That there's really interesting. Not me. a lot of options here. Let me just be honest. First of all, yeah, uh, we could go back to training. No, 
You don't want to train from these moles in the CIA? No. Okay. We could uh, not go look for uh, Ling and activate our watch. Yeah, okay. I'm going to put the kibosh on that one. Uh, here's what I think would maybe be the most interesting is to go exploring instead of taking a nap. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Because honestly, I feel like hiding in the village is not going to go that much better for us. I don't really don't think it is either. Um, it does kind of intrigue me, though, because like if this one ended so badly, then like potentially something else cool could happen. Yeah. But I don't know. But like what? I don't know. Like, so I have like, trouble envisioning, like, what's going, like, how that goes well. I suppose you're right. Like, in my head, we just get captured, or we give up, or maybe we go try to find her afterwards, but we do, and so, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know either. But those were the two that I think would be more interesting, but if you want to go explore the city instead of taking a nap, then well, I think that we should do Well, you it. know, like... That was just the one where, like, we took a nap, we got captured. Right. That took a big turn. Of but, I mean, that also led us to finding Ling. That's true. I doubt we're going to find Ling this easily if we go back and search the city, for sure. I mean, but we also didn't do step one of our very specific instructions. That's true. We never uh, really to enroll a in a taekwondo yeah, school. Pretty irrelevant. And in the book is called The Master of Taekwondo, and we currently know zero Taekwondo. Well, then let's go to Taekwondo. Yeah, but also, like, I kind of see your point about hiding in the village. Are we at an impasse? Well, I mean, what do we do? I think the village could be interesting. I think that going exploring will lead us on a completely different adventure. Which maybe we don't necessarily even have a lot of time for. I feel like we've uh, we've had a long podcast so far. No, but we read a lot, so this is different. Than oh, well, we, I guess we that's made a couple true. very quick yeah, choices, and is, we've read a lot it of is text. Hard to it's hard to gauge when we're looking at the record. We did right. make really quick choices too. You're right. So let's Here's not. Here's what have I, I don't think we should let that factor in. Sometimes it does, folks. If we're being completely honest, yeah, just hundred percent transparency here. Yeah. But I really think maybe there is, like, something I in my heart of hearts. I feel like hiding in the village, while it seems like a stupid idea, might actually be, like, the good idea. I mean, like, you know, we've said before that sometimes the stupid idea or the ridiculous idea is the one to go Or, like, it's just, like, the not for. very obvious yeah, one. Or, yeah. Of like, of course I'm going to go with Ling. I just found her. And then we have an ending. Right. But, like, I... I'm not going to be surprised necessarily if this other one is an ending. But, like, maybe we hide and, like, Wu Bai finds us later and then we hook up with them and, like... There could be some sweet options. Call Joan when we figure out the Puyang Electronics Corporation is supplying... Because those helicopters are bound to come back. ...the advanced weaponry. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much things that I want the story to do. There are many things that could happen, but I'd say, like... Ending odds are at least at 35%. There's going to be an ending. I'd, I'd take those odds, though. I'm in if you are. Let's do it. Okay. Let's stay in this village. Let's let Ling go off on her own, continue her mission, and we're going to hang back and see if we can get through this thing. Deal. I'm excited. Okay. So... 
let me uh here just tell you what happened. <laughs> so uh we say we're gonna hang out here, Ling. Have fun. She says, Okay, best of luck. And she gathers her things and she runs off. Uh the other Koreans there help us hide under the floorboards. Uh, which is just enough space for us to, like, crawl underneath and be safe from anybody who's searching for random people. And sure enough, we hear, like, boots treading overwards and, like, running out the back door after Ling, most likely, and then we hear gunshots. Yeah, like, like we hear all the things that happened to us kind of yeah, in the last Yeah, in the last ending, ending but, we're all, but we're hiding under the floorboards and we're safe. But we're, like, moving along to get a little bit further in, and we scrape our watch... And then we look down and notice that we've actually pulled the timing pin out all the way, which is now giving them the signal. For the CIA. For the, C- for the C- quote-unquote CIA to yeah. come and get Ling. Um, and well, after a while, shit. the Koreans come back and they get us out of the floorboards and they're like, bad guy's gone, all safe now. And, and we're like, and we go, yeah. Probably true. And then we go outside and we see a bunch of these parachuters coming down. Yeah, like we go down to the river and like the boat's gone. That's right. Yeah, the the boat. So like Bowling and his men have left. Woo, bye. What did I say? Bowling. Where did I get Bowling? I don't know. Where, I don't know where that Bowling's came from. Bowling's is a Chinese place in Kansas City. I was City. so confident. Did you hear how confidently I <laughs> yeah. said Bowling? I was, that was for real. <laughs> I said, <laughs> okay, well. Woo-bye. I feel like an asshole. Woo Bai and his men are gone. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, like, ouch. These pair, <laughs> these pair of troopers. Uh, I mean, it's really good Chinese. <laughs> Never eaten there. Really? No, no I've never gotten some dim sum. I've never got. I, have, I couldn't even tell you the last time I've driven by a bowl. <laughs> it's right by Half Five Spokes. Oh, is it? Yeah. Maybe it's just like subliminal messaging, <laughs> man. Oh God, what have they done to me? Anyway. <laughs> so the paratroopers are coming down in the sky, and we're kind of freaking out. Because we don't know what they're but up the to. But the villagers are like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. It's they're Korean yeah, army. They're, the uniform is Korean army, so it's safe. They're, they're the good guys. But uh, like, once they hit the ground, we recognize one as Borkin, the agent from the CIA. Fucking Borkin. And he walks over to us and he's like, we got your signal. Where's she at? And we say, oh, right. Ha, ha, ha. The signal. Well, let me tell you, she's trying to escape from all these bad dudes. Kong Yi's men. She's up there on the hill, I think. You've got to go help her because Kung Yi is insane. He thinks he can take over all of North and South Korea. And Borkin's like, oh, well, you, you know about all that, do you? Yeah, he's like, oh, well, let me just throw an evil grin here. And he says, I think you perhaps know too much. And so he gives a signal and a bunch of soldiers run over and they tie our hands behind her back. And he's like, we have a small prison on the west side of the island here. Or on the west, sorry, on the west coast of Korea. It's not an yeah, island. And I, My mistake. The prison is an island. That's right. It's a prison island coast. off the west coast of Korea where we will apparently be their guests for a while. And, and we're like, we're, how long? Yeah, and he's like, until we see a passing shark that would like a good meal. <sighs> and that's the end. So that 35% was pretty legit. That was a pretty legit 35%. Uh, the funny thing was we had turned to page 5 earlier, 
And Chad made the joke, good thing it wasn't page four, because that was an ending with the uh-huh. shark on the bottom. And, uh, yeah, we turned <laughs> to page four with the ending and the shark at the bottom. So all I did was give Chad a look when I turned to that page. I didn't even say anything. And he just goes, page four? <laughs> and I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so not our most successful CIA mission. But it had... I feel like there is opportunity for this book to redeem itself. Potentially. I mean, maybe our mistake was taking the nap. Like, maybe that's where we went wrong. Yeah, I mean, maybe we should have just gone to explore the city. Potentially, but... Uh, maybe we should have gone on training first. Maybe, maybe we, we should have. have learned in training about how Borkin and McKenna were moles. That's true. We potentially could have learned a lot from training, but we didn't. And, uh, you know, we got to make peace with that. It wasn't a terrible Maybe we would have learned in training not to go stay in the flashiest room in the city. Well, there you go. Maybe that's, you know, who knows. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but we're not going to have any because we're going to be eaten by a shark. That's also true. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that that's, that's is the, our adventure that, of Master of Taekwondo for, uh, for this. We didn't master adventure. any Taekwondo. We did not. No, yeah, we didn't. At least we found Ling and... Maybe she's well. Safe. I mean, like the first ending wasn't a terrible ending. It wasn't it just, awful. It was just it was just a lot yeah, to it, be yeah. desired. It was just very open ended and uh, definitely could have gone other places. This a second ending is much more. Uh, it has a finality to it. It does. Our mother was right. Yeah. There's the what did we learn for today, folks? Oh, Listen to your mother. You want to know what I learned? What did you learn? I learned from the stuff chocolate. That uh, everyone has a happy ending, and if you're not happy, it's not the end. And I felt like that was a pretty inspired Dove Chocolate. You know, that is actually pretty good. Like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's all. I like it. I liked that Dove. It's pretty legit. Yeah, keep looking for that happy ending. And we could, but we can't because we're we eaten can't. by a shark. Well, I'm just saying, like, if we do a uh, second response special at the end of the year... This is a candidate? I feel like this could be a solid candidate. Like, I feel like there's a lot of uh, secret Agent Man story in this book that we really didn't get to. That's true, but if we do choose this as the response special, I would just would like to forewarn you now that there will be a significant amount of reading involved. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Just keep that in mind for a future reference. Will do. And uh, yeah, well, that was it. That's uh, that's our podcast Make sure we, for uh, today, start folks. Start a pot of coffee before we. Yeah right. Turn that one on. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, get some, get nice and caffeinated before Master of Taekwondo round two. Ding 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 ding. Okay, so Chad, uh, you got anything else to say to the people of the world who are listening to this podcast? No. Come check us out upon a pint. Come check us out upon a pint, folks. It's going to be a good time. We're going to be there in the our details are on our Facebook page. Hogwarts we garb created an event. We did, yes, Cherik did, because he's like a, a real person. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. the deets are on there, but yeah, upon a pint, August thirty first, seven o'clock. Be there or be square. Six thirteen Walnut Street, KC Mutt. Damn, there it is. You got the address, folks. Now you have no excuses. All right. Well, until next time, I am Eric. I'm Chad. And uh, together we have been Cherry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Peace, love, and cherish, y'all. <laughs>